Bukatov, today's daf is daf Yud in Yuvamas. <clears throat> As we learn again for our four Shlema, for Shlomo ben Rachel, Yosef Azriel ben Chaimichal, and Elazar ben Ruma. So we got up to the second line of the daf Yud Amalf yesterday. We're at the second line. And we've, what, what is our discussion about? <laughs> the question was, why was only 15? Levi asked Rebbe, why were only 15 cases? I have a 16th case. What's the 16th case? If, if, a, if a brother marries his father's mistress, Ruvain married his father's mistress, whose father wasn't married to her. Ruvain, Ruvain then married her. And uh, now he fell Yibum, but it turns out fell Yibum. Now when Ruvain, Ruvain married her, Ruvain was a legitimate son, and he married her, and he died with no children. And now she fell Yibum to Shimon, her son, her son from being a mistress. That's her son. So that's another case. She can't marry her. And it's Saras or also, and that was the question. Then why don't you say that case? So first thing, Mark says, well, that's uh, that only works the 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 um, that only works according to the Rabbanan, but according to Rabbi Yehuda, you know, to marry your father's mistress, so it doesn't work. And we're not dealing with machlokus. And that case would only work out according to the Rabbanan that <clears throat> that the Reuben is allowed to marry his father's mistress. It's not his mother, uh, and that and Rabbi Yehuda doesn't hold to that. Then the Gemara says, well, but there is a machlokus about it. Uh, we do have machlok. Said no, no, no. Then the Gemara said, "Well, wait a minute. What about Rabchia? Rabchia said that the 15 cases in the Mishnah also work out to be cases, the complicated cases that we discussed yesterday. It can work out two sisters fall yibam to two brothers, call them Levi and Yehuda, and um, each one can marry the other, the uh, the other sister, because one of them is, let's say, his one of them is Levi's mother-in-law, one of them is Yehuda's mother-in-law, one of them is." Uh, is uh, Levi's uh, daughter-in-law and one of them is Yehuda's daughter-in-law. So either way, the, it works out that um, uh, the one that's Levi can marry one and Yehuda can marry the other, and that works. And they're two sisters. And Rukhia said all 15 cases work out in the Mishnah. And the last case, or the second last case, that only works according to Rukhia. So you see, you do have a machlokas. So I said, what are you draining me a cup of here? The first answer was, El Rebbe Hanikolai Leslie, in the second line of Dafyud. He says, okay, that's Rebchia. Rebchia says all 15 cases can work out a case of two sisters falling Hebum to Yehuda and Levi, Levi and Yehuda, and one can marry one, one can marry the other. Uh, and that only works out in all 15 cases if there's a machloka, if you, if you say that, like Rebchivitz, which means that the, the Mishnah does have machlokas in. So Rebbe will say, okay, I don't hold the Rebchia. I just said the 15 cases. And I'm not, I just have 15 cases, and I'm not dealing with any machlokas, and therefore leave me, uh, this is a Buddha, Rabbana, I'm not going there. The 15 cases, Rabbana says it works out. I don't say it works out. El Rebbe Hanikloi Lesse. Rabbana, now we start, this is where we're picking up from today. Rabbana, Karichna, Kamei, Kana Omar, he says a different answer. Mishmei the Rabbah, I'll tell you what he's the name of. He says, well, listen, Rabbi Hanikloi. I take it back. Rabbana, Rabbi does hold the Rabbana of these, these rules. The 15 rules do apply. And this is what he said to him. In other words, it's not a question of machlokasin or not machlokasin. He can hold these 15 cases. doesn't work out in the 15 cases for a different reason. I'm not looking at the fact uh, of, uh, of uh, Rebbe doesn't hold them. Rebbe does hold of the clone of Rav Chia. And maybe it works out even in a machlokas. It works out in a machlokas. But I'll tell you the problem. He's got a very simple answer. You, Levi, are trying to tell me, why don't you have a 16th case, right? Where Ruve married his father's mistress. Yeah, that, that could, you could have a case like that of Ruve married his father's mistress. That could be a case. 
but it doesn't work out into Rabhiya's issues. Why? I'll tell you what very simply. He might hold the Rabhiya, but you know why he doesn't say that 16th case? Because he holds a Rabhiya that you have to have all 15 cases, but the, when Ruben married his father's mistress, that doesn't work out of the 15 cases of Rabhiya, meaning you can't have two sisters falling Yivam and Yehuda marries one and Levi marries the other one. Why? Why? Listen carefully. Because if Reuben marrying his father's mistress, right, what happened? His father, who was Reuben's father? Yaakov. Yaakov had, a, had, had, uh, had uh, two, let's say the case of Yaakov had uh, uh, two daughters, meaning what's, what's, what are we dealing with here? The Gemara tells us, the Gemara goes into explain it now, look inside. Doesn't work out with two sisters. How? Let's say Yaakov had two mistresses. Right, two sisters, and and he he had two mistresses, and they were both sisters. He slept with two sisters. There's no problem. I mean, it's a problem. You shouldn't get. You shouldn't sleep with people if you're not married to them. But he, he, there's not an. There's no iser chorus there. It's not like the, the, that. Uh, he's not doing kedushin either way. He slept with two sisters, and each one of them on us. Right, he had he he uh, slept with two sisters, and they each had a child. Right. Uh, uh, Rashi gives us the case, and from these two sisters, he had two children, Yehuda and Levi, Levi and Yehuda. Yeah, but so it works out, okay. Why? Because what's the case here? The, the, the Yaakov had uh, slept with two sisters, right? And, and those were his mistresses, and he had two sons, Yehuda and Levi. Now what happens? What happens? Um, you're talking about a case where a son can marry his mother, his father's mistress. Okay, so Reuben and Shimon, Reuben and Shimon now, who are so legitimate sons of Yaakov, marry these two women, married the two women who were his father's mistress's daughters. Okay, now Reuben and Shimon died, right? That's the case we're talking about, two sisters. Reuben and Shimon died, and they left these two women to, their, to Yehud and Levi. So you might say, well, what talked about before? Yehuda can marry one lady, can marry the other? No. One of them is the mother of lady. One of them is the mother of Yehuda. So you have two sisters falling Yibam, like Rebchia said, all 15K secretary, two sisters falling Yibam. And one marries lady, one marries Yehuda. But over here, lady and Yehuda, neither one of them can marry either one of them. One of them is his mother, and one of them is his mother's sister, right? Sister. So you can't marry either one of them. So that doesn't work out. Rebchia was talking about cases where two, daughter, two girls fell, Right, one was Levi's mother-in-law, one was Yehuda's mother-in-law. So Levi can marry Yehuda's mother-in-law. Yehuda can marry Levi's mother-in-law. Taking the first case as an example of yesterday, right? We could, we could do that. But over here, it doesn't work out. If Yaakov married two sisters or, or slept with two sisters, let's call it, and they had two sons, Yehuda and Levi, and then they married Reuben and Shimon, and Reuben and Shimon died, and they fell Yibam to Levi and Yehuda. You say, well, do they fall Yibam in that case? Yeah, because they're sons of the same father. It doesn't make any difference if it was wedlock or out of wedlock. They're all, even works with sons from the same father. And they fell even to Yehuda and Levi. But in this case, it's not a case where Levi can marry one and Yehuda can marry the other one. Neither one can marry either one of the two women because one of them is his mother and one of them is his mother's sister. So, uh, so it turns out, yes, two sisters are falling and they're both Shomer at Yavim at the same time. Shomer, I mean that they're both Yavimus waiting to get Yavimus. You can't say one's mutter to one, one's the other, one's mutter to the other. You don't have that. 
the base nachriosans. Let's say a okay, different case. Let's say Yaakov married two women who were unrelated to one another. Not married. He slept with two women who were unrelated to one another, and he had Yehuda and Levi. Okay, they were also two. He had two, two sons from these two mistresses, and what then? Then um, Reuben and Shimon married their father's mistresses, and they died. The same thing. They fall. They fall to Yehuda and Levi. Now here you do have a case. Uh, uh, now what do you what do you have in this case? You have a case of of Sur Lazem Muteros You have right. You have, do you have that? So Ebay's nafrius on us. You're right. The one is mutter. This one is mutter. Is that one? They're not sisters. Why? Because they didn't have the same mother. In the case before, we had they were the same. They had the same mother. Right? Yeah, you had the same. Um, not the same mother. Ebay's nafrius on us. Rashi says, right? You don't have that. And the other case, I'm reading the wrong, I read the wrong Rashi before. The other little base, you do find that out, you do have that. They're not sisters because they had because they're not they're not sisters. Rabbi's all case was where the two were sisters and they fell Yibam to the two brothers, Levi and Yehuda, and one can marry them, one can marry one, one can marry the other. And it's not also. But over here, if he married two people who weren't sisters, right? So they're not sisters. You know, if, if Yaakov married two women who are not sisters, right? They're not sisters. They're unrelated to one another. No, he had relations. I'm sorry. He slept with, he slept with them. He had relations with them. And now Reuben and Shimon married those two women, right? Because the father wasn't married to them. Reuben and Shimon married them. Reuben and Shimon had died. And these Levi, and this, these two women fall Yibam to Yehuda and Levi, right? What do you say over there? You do have, because each one can marry the other ones each one can marry the other ones, uh, the the, 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 the one who's not his mother, right? Not his mother, but those two women aren't sisters. Why? What? Why? Because they're not sisters, exactly right. They're not sisters, right? Okay. So therefore, yeah, yeah definitely not. So therefore, therefore, um, and, there, and that's what we were saying over here. Okay, so therefore, um, it doesn't work out in this case. In other words, Therefore, he's saying that's why he wasn't included. It could be Rebbe Holtz of, 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 of Rebchia. And you could have, but you know why it's not mentioned, why he doesn't have that, that in the because that case doesn't work out. So he says, and therefore, that's why he doesn't include it in the Mishnah. In other words, we're saying now, yes, Rebbe Holtz of Rebchia. And Rebchia says that all 15 cases in the Mishnah can work out a case of two sisters falling even and Yehuda can marry one lady the other. The reason he doesn't mention in the Mishnah, not because of machlokas and yes or machlokas, it doesn't work out like we just explained. Rav Ashi Yomer La'olam, Leslie Rabbi Hanikolai. No, we're going to go back to the first way that Rabbi doesn't hold the Rav Kiyosko, who will put the Kamari, and he is talking about machlokas. So the question is, why didn't the lady ask Rabbi, why didn't you include the 16th case of, um, of marrying your father's mistress? Why did Rebbe say, I think this guy's got no brain in his, in his skull? What are you trying to say? You said that the Mishnah, if you would say the 16 case, who does that case work according to? According to the Rabbana, not Rabbi Yudah, because Rabbi Yudah says that you can't marry your mother, your father's mistress, right? You can't marry your father's mistress. So 
a contributor, that 16 case doesn't work out. In other words, there's a 16 case where if that's just a simple case, not with the two and the two, just a simple case. A father, Yaakov had a mistress, okay? And um, Yaakov had a mistress and, um, uh, and from this mistress, he had a son, uh, Shimon. He had a son, Shimon, right? And now uh, Ruvain married his father's mistress. So when Ruvain dies with no children, she falls Yibam to Shimon, can't marry his mother. So why don't you say that case too? The answer is that works only according to Rabbanon. According to Rabbi Yehuda, Reuven cannot marry his father's mistress. And our Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda. He says, you know what? I'll tell you why it's not. Not because of Machlokasin, not Machlokasin, Rabkiya, forget all that. Well, he doesn't hold, Rabbi doesn't hold the Klalim, and we've looked at the Kamairi, he's talking about Machlokasin. The reason it's not in the Galatians is a different reason. He says, what? You know why you got no brain in your skull? The Kamali, Hoch Kamali, my Kamali, that's why she looked at Mishnah. The Mastis and Rabbi Mishnah goes like a beauty. What? The Osir Banusasab, who says that you can't marry your father's mistress, Tikhani. The next mission, and Dr. Gimel, which is going to have in a couple of days on Sunday, says, Shesha Rais, remember we've mentioned this before, the six Rais, Hamur Smael, which are more stringent than these 15. You can't, they, you can't marry, uh, they can't marry any of the brothers. So they, and, and therefore, it's our same Matarist, they're not, they can't fall Yibam to you. These six cases, one of them is your father's wife and your mother, etc. right? So same Matarist. What are the first three? Emo, your mother, your father's wife, and your uncle, Achos, uh, your uncle, your father's sister. Now, in those cases, they can never marry any of the brothers, right? None of them can marry your father. They can't, they're the, they can't ever marry your brothers from your father's side. Your mother, they can't marry. It's your father's wife. So he says over here, right? Can't marry them. So they can never fall Yibam, and therefore they're Tsaris if they married somebody else. As we said, if your mother's married to, uh, to Shmerel and he, and he dies, right? You can marry the co-wife of your mother because there was no Yibam over there, right? You could marry now, my emo, what is that first case? Emo, Elam in the it means your father's wedded wife, Hainu Eshesavav. That's Eshesavav. Elolav Anusav, it must mean Anusasavav. Biktani, Meshein Nesuas Lachayim. They can only marry somebody else. Lachayim, Ein Lachum Lo. Who holds that? Man Shamas laid this last far. Who holds that? You cannot marry your father's mistress, right? They can only marry somebody else. They can't marry you as a son. That's That's why it wasn't mentioned. In other words, you want to know why didn't you mention the case of marrying your father's mistress? Well, Rabbi Yehuda doesn't hold of it. In our mission, we just prove holds like is Rabbi Yehuda because the next mission says Emo and Eshesavim. What's the thing Emo and Eshesavim? If it's your, if Emo means your your father, your your wedded mother, your, your mother was wedded to your father, that's Eshesavim. Doesn't make right. If it's your mother or not, Eshesavim either way. Eshesavim means whether she's whether you're the mother, whether she's you, whether you're the son of that mother or not, either way, it's it's Ava. So what do you have to say both cases for? Elamai emo means even if it's unwedded, and that's anusasavim. And it says over there that you that can't fall even to you. Why not? Why can't one of your brothers marry marry your your mother who's an uh, who's an unwedded mistress of your father? That means because it goes according to Buddha. That's why you can't say the 16 case. Listen to this. Contributor could also work out. Why? Rabbi says you can't marry your father's mistress, right? But let's say you did. You did. The Pusik says, lo yigal kanafav. So you go over in a lav. The Kedushan's chal. The Kedushan is valid. Right? Because when, when, when there's, here's the clear, here's the key. If there's no kores, if there's no kores, Kedushan's chal. I'll give an example. Can a Kohen marry a Grusha today? Okay, let's say he does. Is, it, is the marriage valid? It is. Does he need a get? He needs a get. 
if you marry your sister today, is the Kedushan valid? No. Do you need to get? No. You understand? The difference is if you're Chayev Kores, we'll see a to Bekibi even a lot, but in general, the accepted rule of the halacha is, this is what most of the most of the rabbis hold in the Gemara, that it, you, it, if there's an Isser Kores, like marrying your, your brother's wife, where there's children, that's Isser Kores. Kedushan doesn't work. If it's only Mr. Lav, it's a losa, so you get Malchus for it. A coin marries a Grusha, coin Golo marries an Amana, you marry a Mamzeres, a regular person marries a Mamzeres. It's Kedushan Lav, Kedushan's Chal. So he says over here, Amalei Ravina Ravashi, a contributor could also work out, even though he says he can't marry your father. Shalom if he did it. You're not supposed to marry your father. It's over a lot, but if he did it. So he answered him, he says, we're not talking about if he was over, if he did something. We're talking about basic halacha. According to the Rabbana, and you can marry your father's mistress, there's nothing wrong with marrying your father's mistress, right? As long as he wasn't married to her. And Rabbana says, you can't, but if he did, he did, okay, but if he did, we're not talking, I'm like Ravashi Kana. This is a strange Gemara. Ravashi is Kana, below the Inami Mishkachasla. Even if, even if, even according to, even if the, you didn't marry your father's mistress, it could also work out. How? Listen to this weird case. Yaakov Anas Kalaso. Yaakov has a son, Ruvain. He's got a daughter-in-law, and he raped his daughter-in-law. Okay, he slept with his daughter-in-law. Well, that's Chayv Karis, right? He's not married to her. The marriage doesn't work. It's Chayv Karis. But hold me out of Ben. They had a son. What's that son called? Mamzer. All right, let's call him Mamzer. And now he had a legitimate son, Ruvain, who was the son, who was the, the husband of this daughter-in-law. Umes Ruvain. Now Ruvain dies. Okay, Ruvain dies with no children. Who's his brother? Mamzer. Right? And Mamzer falls even below bottom, but not come And now she fell. He, he, now she, his, his, his wife, his wife, Reuben's wife, who's Yaakov's daughter-in-law, now falls even to her own son, the Mamzer. Right? She gave birth to him. Right? So it says, Umigu, the Yesura, since she's Asur, she can't marry her own son, so Rasanami Asira. So there's another case there too, even according to We're talking about regular brother. We're not talking about a brother that became a brother via Mamzerus. Interesting, you see, though, that he's still a brother. For example, if, if the father dies, they get a, get a Yerusha. He's still a son. He's still a son, even though he's a Mamzer. And even though the father was not wed to the mother, couldn't be wed to the mother. He's, it's his daughter-in-law, right? So he says, okay, that's a weird case. We're not talking about Yisr. The Afal Pikain, listen, even though Levi was now refuted by Rebbe, for all these reasons that we've said, it's a machlokas, and I deal with a machlokas. It is a machlokas. It doesn't work out according to Rebbe and all that. Afal Pikain, Batka Levi, Batka doesn't mean check. He's, he inserted, Batka Levi Mastisan, he put it into his own brises. He did include, in other words, when he, in his, in his brises, which were additions to the Mishnah, he included the 16th case. The Tony Levi, <coughs> Emo, your mother, sometimes if your mother falls to you to Yibam, how can that be in the case we just described, right? You married, uh, um, uh, Reuben married his father's mistress, right? And uh, now he dies. And his father's mistress had given birth to Shimon, his brother, and falls to Yibam, that's his mother. So your mother, sometimes she potters the Tsar and sometimes she doesn't. Kate said, if your mother was married to your father, and you married your brother from your father. How could he have done that? That would be the Isser. Uh, your brother from your father can never marry your father's legitimate wife, whether your father's dead or alive, right? You can't do that. It's Karas. So, she doesn't. So, then when your mother falls to you, I mean, he married her, 
right? Your brother went and married her anyway, but the marriage doesn't work. It's not valid. It's not hal, as we've described. It's in his Rikaris. So in that case, if the mother fell to you, she didn't really fall to you. She doesn't part to the tzara because she was never really married. Never really married. Like he says, she's not really the father. She's not really the wife of your brother anyway. Your brother married her, lived with her. Maybe they got a... Is there a tzara? Uh, no, yeah, there's a tzara because your brother had another wife. Your brother had a legitimate wife. And a gentleman wife, but that wife, you understand? That uh, okay, you understand? So, and that wife, could you could you marry that wife now? Your brother Reuben can, can you marry? Her? Yes, you can, because she's the only legitimate wife over there. That this that your brother was sleeping with your mother is so not legitimate. No, no, there was kedushin to the tsara. There was no, 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 no to the other one. To the to the mother, there was no kedushin. He says therefore therefore it doesn't part to the tsara because your mother didn't really fall even to you. That's what I'm saying. That, in, that, in effect, in effect, she was never married. Exactly. She was effectively she wasn't. Kate, exactly. Kate said, Hoysa, and then your mother, who was married to your father, when married your brother, may of it married your brother, which is not really a marriage, umes, and now your brother dies. She doesn't the like you say, she's not really a tsara because the marriage never fell. However, like Lady said. According to the Rabbana, not according to Rav Yehuda, right? Because we said non Mishnah doesn't work Rav Yehuda. Uh, let's say your mother though was uh, was your mother because she was your mistress of your father. Now she married your brother Ruvain, Beaviv, Umeis, and he died. She patches the tsara. Why? Because Ruvain had a legitimate wife, and he also had a wife who was his father's mistress, which was also legitimate because according to Rabbana, you can marry your father's mistress, and then since you can't marry, and now. She's falling Yibam to Shimon, her own son, right? That's what happened over here. She married falling Yibam, her own son. Again, what happened? Yaakov had a mistress. No problem with that. Now, Ruvain married his father's mistress, and he had another wife called Tzara. Well, called Tzara, the Tzara. He's called Tzara, right? And now, Ruvain dies with no children. She, the, both women fall Yibam to Shimon, but one of them is his mother. And since he can't marry his mother, the Tzara is also Pater. That's the point. Even though our mission said only 15 cases, don't do like this. So that's what, so Lady Hill, there is this six, no, it's basically there is a 16 case according to the Rabbanan who say that that you can marry your father's mistress. According to Rebuta also, if you marry the father's mistress, 16 cases work out, but we're not talking about if you did a Beirus or a worse of era like Yaakov. Uh, slept with his daughter-in-law and had a son from then, had a mamzer, that's also yeah. He said, listen, according to Levi, who said, well, the E, remember he said, eh, if, he, if he married her, according to Rabbi Yudah, means you're not supposed to marry your father's, but if you did, so it would work out, the Nami, Tani, you mentioned, remember Levi said, uh, well, what about the E? We said, Ravina said to Ravashi, uh, according to um, right? If you hold, if he was over, even according to Rebuta, if you did marry your father's mistress, it would work out too. Why? Because if you marry your father's mistress, even according to you, you're not supposed to, but the Kedushan's how and therefore, it could very well be that your mother does fall to you, even like the same case, right? That the Reuben married his father's mistress. According to Rebuta, it's legitimate. According to Rebuta, you're not supposed to, but if you did, it's a marriage. So according to, if you're talking about even when there was an Aveira, according to Buddha, what about this? Listening to another case. Now we're getting into this. Once you do Chalitza, right? You're supposed to do even more Chalitza. If you do Chalitza like we do today, 
then there's an iser to marry her again afterwards. Let's say you change your mind. You know, I changed my mind. I want to do Yibam now. You don't do that. The inami, uh, the inami done according to Levi says you, you, you even if you didn't have error. Listen Let's 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 list this case. If you a person gives chalitza to his Yivama because of a kitcha and then he married her again, who mays below bottom and now is without children. Demigudi Yasura, since she's Usr, because once she's Chalutza, the rule is uh, once she's once she's Chalutza, you don't marry her anymore, right? You're not supposed to marry her. So let's say in that case, any married her anyway. Demigudi Yasura, she's Usr, Tsarosanami, so say that case too. So why don't you list this case? If you marry the Chalutza afterwards, Amalei the Fishaina Basara Sara, you know why? Because once once you marry, let's say, let's say there were 10 sons, right? And um, uh, there were there were ten sons, Reuben, Shimon, Levi, Yud, etc. And Reuben had ten wives, right? And Reuben dies with no children. Ten wives couldn't produce one child, and he and he dies. So what happens? So one of the brothers has to make even more chalitza to one of the wives, right? One of the wives. Let's say they're all legitimate, right? But once he does chalitza on one, you don't, you don't, right? Once you do even on one, you don't have yeah, the other. We'll talk about that case. What happens if you did? But Okay, so the, according to Rishlakesh, Rishlakesh holds us, we'll see that once you do chalitz on one, the other one is also as Eshesach, it's Koris. Kedushin is not Chal. So he says, why don't you list this case too? If you did chalitz on one, and then he married her, he himself, the Kedushin would be Chal. Even though you're not supposed to, it's a lot. But for the other brothers, the other brothers can't marry them. It's like Eshesach with, with children. So why don't you say, okay, to be the Eshesach, she's also and all the other brothers, Sir Osanami, Sir. So he said, because in the case of the mission is, he said, what happens if that Sarah goes and marries another brother? And then she dies. Uh, and, then, and then he dies. The other brother dies. And that Sarah and the Tsarah Sarah are also Asr. And if that Tsarah Sarah goes and marries one of the other brothers, go on, on, and on. But here it can't work because the Tsar is not allowed to marry any of the brothers because the first, the first brother, the first surviving brother already did Chalitza. So you can't do, so there's no more, there's no more camera. So he says, it doesn't work out. That case doesn't work out. Ain't of it Sarah Sarah. That's what Yochan answered him. Why don't you simple answer? Wait a minute. If you did chalitza already, the iser, uh, the iser to marry him again afterwards, the minister for any of the brothers is only a love. It's not kares, according to Rabbi Yochan. So why just say, that doesn't work out. That's not a 16th case. You know why? Because we're talking about the cases in the Mishnah are that you can the uh, you the, the one that she fell even to cannot he cannot marry her because it's his daughter or his mother-in-law or his daughter-in-law or whatever right it's one of one of the cases um, but you could marry the other brothers right you could marry the other brothers so right the, to this one it fell so if if there was another brother the other brother can marry him. but in this case he can't marry any of them but in this case the chalitza of Yibam, if he just did chalitza to one of them the other brothers kedushin would be chal you still need even chalitza meaning meaning if one brother did chalitza, let's say some goes, Reuben dies, no children. Shimon does chalitza on her, right? And then he marries her. Then he marries her. Is the Kedushan chal? According to Rabbi Yochan, it is chal. And if he die, even though he's not supposed to, if he dies, the next brother, Levi, would have to do chalitza or yibum because it was a valid marriage. So why don't you say simply, what do you mean? Because it doesn't work out because there's no tzara tzara. The answer is a dvar of Kamalei. Rabbi Elchon was answering according to Rishlakish's only opinion. Lididi, as we're going to see in the Gemara, Lididi, I Rabbi Elchon hold Chayve Lavenheim, Chayve Lavenechelitz of Inenu, Chayve Lavenechelitz of Ibnenu, and therefore it's not mentioned in the mission. The mission is talking about cases of Kores. The 15 cases are that you can't, the, the, the brother Shimon, the surviving brother at that point, Shimon, cannot marry 
one of them, and therefore the tsar is, is, is blurred. Let's say the tsar goes and marries the other one, goes on and on and on. But in this case, where Shimon married her after he did chalitza, and then he dies, the other brothers could do even more chalitza because it's a legitimate marriage, even though he's over on the essay of once you give her chalitza, you're not supposed to marry her. Ella, the didoch, but according to you, Rish Lakesh, all the other brothers are chayv karis. Once one brother does chalitza, the other <laughs> brothers cannot marry her or any of the co-wives because it's in Isra Kares. It goes back to the original Isra Eshazach as if there is as children, as if it's Eshazach with children. Right? So according to you, that you hold that um, and it could fit into the Mishnah, I'll tell you the reason it's not included in the Mishnah is the case of Tsarastar doesn't work out and that's why I include it. Here we have the Machlokas. Now that actual Machlokas. If a person gives Chalitza, Shimon gives Chalitza to Reuben's widow. Then he married her. If he marries her now, after he gave her Chalitza, and he wants to marry her now, he's not Chayv Kares for her. But after other brothers marry her subsequently, they're Chayv Kares. They're Chayv Kares. But the tsar, once you give chalitza to one wife, to one of the co-wives, let's say uh, Leah, and, and, and now uh, well, you want to marry the co-wife, you decide to give her chalitza, I'm going to give the other wife, I want to marry her. He says, you know what, chayv kars on both of them, whether the one who gave the chalitza, the brother who gave the chalitza is chayv kars, or any of the other brothers is chayv kars. They're all chayv kars. That's Rish Lakish's opinion. We always hold like Rabbi Elkanah in general. Rabbi Elkanah, or no, Beinu, Beinach, and whether him or the brothers, it doesn't work. Once you give chalitza, okay, you're not supposed to marry on them. But if you did, or any of the brothers did, there's no chalitza there. You're over in a lav, or over in an essay, it's like, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot that came out of a lav, but there's no chalitza there. Not chayv chalitza, chalitza, my time, what's your slugger's reason? Your slugger says, I'm going to the asher lo yivna. Once you give chalitza, the pasuk says, this is, this is, this is what you're supposed to do to the brother who's not going to build his brother's house, right? Once he didn't do it once, you shouldn't do it anymore. So therefore, he has a, just a lab of lo yivne, right? Lo yivne, it's like a lab, or it's on a say, they came out of a lab. They stay with the original Isser. It's Eishasach Shlob Mokam Mitzvah. It's Eishasach Shlob Mokam. There's no mitzvah to make even anymore because he did the Chalitza. They stay with the original one. The Allah didah, who the Kabbalah, now only she, only on the, the, the where it's where it's a leniency, it's only a love is only on the one who did the chalitza. Hatsa, right? Uh, uh, or rather, only on her, the one who the one who's the chalutz, the woman, or the chalutza. There, there's only a love la yifna. But hatsara kind of kind of kind, but tsara stays with the original Isra of Eishasach when there's no mitzvah. That's where Shlokish's opinion. Rabbi Yochanan says, how could that be? Mika midi di mikara. Originally, iboy high chalutz, iboy chalutz. Originally. Any of the brothers could have done chalitza, right? That's the rule. You're supposed to, we'll see, you're supposed to be the oldest brother, the oldest surviving brother is supposed to do chalitza or yibam. But any of the brothers could do it. So anyone could have done it. The boy, and he could have given chalitza to any of the wives that Ruvain left. Let's say Ruvain left nine, ten wives. Could have done any of them. You're Yotza with one. The Hashtag crowd of say, now you're going to get chalitza. Now that one brother has given chalitza to one sister, now you're going to get chalitza. For one of the other brothers marrying one of the other sisters or this particular sister, he is doing the shlichus. The one who did the chalitz is doing the shlichus of all of them, and she's doing the shlichus of one of the of one of the wives, one of the co-wives. And therefore, he's at each one the 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 two parties, the the the, the uh, yavam and the chalutza is acting on behalf of their co 
uh, co-brothers or sisters. And therefore, the same Isra applies. There's only an Isra of love, there's no Isra of Karis. Here he says like this, if you give Chalitza to your woman, and then you married her, like we just said, right? And then you died. Now, if she's a Chalitza, it's better that you could do Yibam also technically, but you still need Chalitza because it was a legitimate marriage. So I say it's only Chai V'Lavin to marry what? It's a Lav. I say it's Chai V'Lavin Inu. We said there's no chorus before, but here he calls it specifically Chai V'Lav. Right? But according to you, why does she need Chalitza? She doesn't need Chalitza because it's not a marriage. It's Chai, of course. We said before, Moshe, that what? That if you if you live with somebody, you try to marry somebody you're Chai of chorus for, like your sister or your daughter-in-law or your mother-in-law, it's not, not Chal. So why would you need Chalitza? So again, according to again, what happened? The other brothers, according to Rishlakish, yes, your Kedushan works. It's only a lot. But the other brothers can't marry her at all. So why do you need Chalitza? Why do you need Chalitza? So yes, and back to Rishlakish, yes, to Rabbi Yochum, according to your reason, look at the Seifa. Aim a Seifa. The Seifa never says, if one of the other brothers, not, not the one who gave the Chalitza, one of the other brothers married her, Ain't love klum. There's nothing. There's nothing there at all. Meaning, you don't need chalitz. You don't need gibum. If one of the other brothers married her and died, ain't love klum. It's not a marriage. Ain't kedushin tovsim us as Rashi. Ain't it's rich You don't even need to get. Ain't kedushin tovsim chayve krisas. Ichayve lavin, and it's only chayve lav, not krisas. Am I in love klum? According to you, we rise on it's a you. It's only chayve lavin. So why do you think klum? Amr of sheishes. Rav sheishes gets out of it, explains Rabbi Elkanan, says, listen, safe us on Makiva. The safe is going over Kiva, who holds Amr Ainkush and Tafsim Khabilavan. Rabbi Kiva is the exception. He holds that even if a Kohen marries a Grusha, the Kush is not Chal. Now he's a kid of right, Kush not Chal, and therefore the kid would be a Mamzer. When Kush is not Chal, that means the kid's a Mamzer. Mamzer could also be if if uh, if you marry a Mamzer, right? But but uh, the kid be a Mamzer. But Ainkush and Tafsim Khabilavan, the safe is a Kurt Kiva. So that's pretty strange. The ratio is not Rabbi Kiva in the same. So the listener should say, Lediver Rabbi Kiva ain't love Kuma. Just say that. That's Takakash. But Ravashi, Ravashi says, no, I'll explain it. But Ravashi holds like Rishlakish, who says what? That all the other brothers and all the other co-wives, if they marry one another subsequently, the Tsars, whatever, he holds like Rishlakish. And he explains that it goes according to Rabbi Shimon. Which Rabbi Shimon? Rabbi Shimon, who holds, remember, said yesterday that if a son is born subsequently to Reuben dying. Lady is born subsequent, but also subsequent to Shimon having performed Yibam. Reuben died, no children, right? Shimon married her. And then Lady is born later. Is Lady a No. If Shimon then dies with no children, Lady performs Yibam. He's not a Shalom. So he explains like Rabbi Shimon, we're going to explain in a minute. Ravina Slava Kabyachan, he holds like Rabbi Yochanan, Tazakabran, he holds like Rabbi what the Kedushan is Chal with all the other brothers marrying all the other wives. And he explains like the Rabbanan. Who holds that it's Eshav Shalom Olamo, and that's why it wouldn't be Chal. What do we mean? We're going to explain. Ravashi, how do you explain that, Bryce? You gave Chalitza, then you married her after Chalitza, which you're not supposed to do, but and then you died with no children. You need Chalitza Menachem. Why? Because the Kedushan is Chal. It's only a love. My Achen, Achen Hayilodim. Which brothers are we talking about? The brothers, what do you mean, Shrikha Chalitza Menachem? My Menachem, Menachem Hayilodim. The others are going to be born later on. Levi, who's born late. What does it mean in Chalitza? The ones who are born after us. Command Kreb Shimon. He goes like Kreb Shimon. Now, there was explaining like 
Like meaning, why do you who who what do you mean in chalitza? We're saying that the kedushin is not chal, right? Because it's chalitza If that same brother, meaning the one who gave chalitza, he marries her. What's the halacha? According to everybody, that's chal. Because even Rav Shimon, even Rish Lakish holds that the brother who gave chalitza, if he made yibum, it's chal, even though it's over a lot. Okay, but now if he dies, the other brothers, according to Rav Shimon, what's the halacha? According to Rish Lakish, what's the halacha? The other brothers, chayev kares, she shouldn't do chalitza or yibum there. Why? My the one's going to be born later on. Levi was born subsequent to the whole story. Reuben died. Shimon married her. Then Levi was born later. Levi or Yehuda, Yisach, whoever was born later. They have an answer. Why? Because they're only getting Yibam from Shimon, not from Reuben. So that's not Eshashach from They're like new actors in, in the play over here. Come on, Kerb Shimon. Like Kerb Shimon holds that what? That if there was first Yibam and then the kid's born later on, there is even in that case. That's not Eshav Shalomo. Amar Echad men I know Lodim. But if one of the ones who were born before, one of the brothers who were around, the survivors of Reuben, Reuben died and had a brother there before, like Shimon, the kitchen married her. And of Klum, there's nothing there because Chayiv Karis, according to according to Rish Lakesh, if you did Chalitza, the other brothers cannot marry these wives or the Tsar at all. Come on, Rish Lakesh. Ravina Savak Rabbi Yochanan. Ravina Savak Rabbi Yochanan, who says what? That all once Chalitza is done, any either him or any of the other brothers who forms Yibam on on the uh, marries one of the other sisters or the brother himself, it works. You're not supposed to, but it works. He also reveals a Kabyochan, even the brothers who were born already, because you need Khalitza. Again, Ruvain, Ruvain uh, died. Shimon gave her Khalitza. Then Shimon married her, right? And then Shimon died. Does she need chalitza from the other brothers? Yes, even the ones who were born before, because Shimon's marriage works. It works according to Rabbi Yochanan. It's not Isra Kars, it's only love. Come on, Rabbi Yochanan. Let's say one of the brothers were born later on, Levi or Yisachar was born later on, and the kitchen married her, and he married her, then Enel of Klum. Why? Come on, Rabbanan, like the Rabbanan say, that's a Shaloy Balamo. Remember, the Rabbanan say that if Ruvain died, and uh, even if you know 30 years passed and Levi was born, right? There's still the still So if Shimon married her, makes a difference if Shimon married her now or married, married her in between and Shimon dies and falls to Levi. No, it's in any case. That's what we mean by the Seifa. So you could explain it both ways. So we have a machlokis here between a shlokish and Yochanan. If you did chalitza, and then you may, if you did chalitza, you're not supposed to do anything else anymore. Not you, none of the brothers are supposed to marry any of the women, right? Any of these co-wives. But if you did, everybody holds, if you did, it works. But if the brothers did, no. According to Rishlakish, it doesn't work at all. And even if you did, it doesn't work on the tzara. On the, on the tzara, so once you marry one, the tzara says, it, there's an Isra of Eshesach. According to Rishlakish, according to Rishlakish, you can marry her, but you can't marry any of the other ones. And none of the other ones can marry her or the tzara. But according to Yochanan, even if you did chalitza and then you subsequently married her or one of the other sisters, right? Or if any of the brothers married her or one of the sisters, it works. You're not supposed to, but it works. All right, we'll pick it up from Itmar tomorrow. That's going to be a machlux. We'll see tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem. Today, 6.05. We still have six, seven minutes. Tomorrow, it's at six. Tomorrow, it's at six, yeah. Can we get something a little bit more?